So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. Ladies and gentlemen, what's up? Vince Russo, this is the Legion of Raw. Once again, this is January the 31st in American time. Okay, I can't I, I can't tell you anything else, okay, about any other country. All right, Vince, how are you tonight? I am doing all right, Dr. Chris. How are you? I'm doing wonderful, man. It's another uh, another show ended. Uh, this, is the, this is officially the road to WrestleMania events. Are you excited based on the Royal Rumble we just saw this past oh, weekend? Uh, please, bro, come on. <laughs> come on, come on. Are you excited, Vince? Come on. <laughs> oh, bro, so, 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 so many things I could say about it, it. It's not even about the Rumble, bro. It, it's it's not the wrestling BS. It, it, it's, it's the business um, of the WWE. And, oh, my God, bro, just so, just so much I could say about it. 
Shout out to Riddler says, forget Raw, watch this show here. These two are the real deal. Thank you, yeah. Riddler, uh, Riddler, for uh, for sharing that information, sharing that short, your thoughts. Uh, also, um, <clears throat> also comments uh, on the YouTube. Uh, subscribe and like for YouTube and leave us a positive comment. If you enjoy all these people who come and enjoy this show every single week and put us over, hey, show your love on YouTube and uh, make a positive comment. That helps the al- algorithms. Uh, for not only YouTube uh, subscriptions and people seeing us, but the ability to see the Legion of Raw every single week, specifically this show on the road to WrestleMania. Uh, you know, hey, look, <laughs> we're going to absolutely dissect this Raw like we do every single week. Uh, Vince, give me a, a 30,000 foot view of your takeaway of the Royal Rumble leading into this role bro here's the bottom line that they listen triple h made it clear we are no longer going to create stars uh Mm -hmm. no one person is going to be bigger than the wwe that's what he said when he said that i could not believe that he said it because when you break it down to the most basic of fundamentals we watch TV to watch television stars. Correct. That's what we tune into TV for. We want to see stars. Kevin Cosner is a star on Yellowstone. We want to see stars. So I didn't take Triple H seriously. But they have, without a shadow of a doubt, lived up to that comment. And they stopped making stars. Yeah. So now, bro, when you think about this, Chris, think about this. Their two biggest stars right now on the roster did not come from WWE. They came from the UFC. They were made in MMA. They weren't even made by the company. And those two MMA stars are beating all the wrestlers on the WWE roster. Think about that, bro. Think of it that we are saying MMA fighters, UFC fighters are the real deal and they can take anybody on the WWE roster. Think about that, bro, for your business. Think about it. Then, Chris, to add insult to injury, Bad Bunny, who, who, who what didn't even perform in the MMA. This guy's just a rapper. He comes in the ring. He beats yeah, he, he beats up he beats up half your roster. A rapper beats up half your roster. And I'm like, okay, guys, you lived up to your word. You didn't create any stars. Now you have no stars. Now you're literally depending on UFC stars to carry you through a WrestleMania. Bro, the perception of that for this company is absolutely horrible. It is horrible, bro. And But make no bones about it, Chris. These are the two biggest stars on the roster far and away. Uh, You know, they're they're playing it safe by putting Brock and, uh, and Ronda Rousey over. 
But what they don't realize they've done in the interim is they've buried their entire rosters. Absolutely. I mean, uh, and, and to be fair, Brock Lesnar is a homegrown WWE talent. Uh, he was, uh, you know, OVW 2002. And then he left the WWE to pursue football. Football didn't really work out. And then he did become an MMA guy-ish. You know, he had a, you know, uh, about a handful of matches. And so he is a bona fide, you know, <laughs> part-time special attraction guy. He's been a little bit more interactive over the past few months. But at the end of the day, I mean, Brock Lesnar has his stints, and he's he's been in the company for 20 years now, off and on. You know, so he's not a future talent. He's not someone who they should be investing in without the exception of eventually giving the rub to someone who is the future of the WWE. And here's the problem, Vince. I think that Brock Lesnar is going to defeat Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. So where does that leave WWE bro, at the end of WrestleMania? Bro, who did The Undertaker give the rub to? Who did John Cena give the rub to? These guys don't give the rub to anybody. They just disappear. They, they do movies. Then Vince pays them a lot of money when he's in a hole and he needs them for Saudi or a big WrestleMania. None of these guys gave anybody the rub on the way out, bro. Now, who, who did The Rock give the rub to? Who did Austin give the rub to? I would say that Austin gave the rub to the rock in a sense. Uh, uh, I, I mean, you, you, you could say that, but, yeah. but you know, that, that, that's the fact of the matter, bro. They're like the scene is in the takers and people of this magnitude. Uh, they're not on their way out, getting other people over and bro, that, and the rock, that's seen a big rock. Yeah. Well, bro, that, yeah. And that, that's not on them. I mean, don't get me wrong, bro. Believe me, I'm sure Taker would put anybody over and Asina would put anybody over, but bro, I don't know there. There's a way to do this and they're just not doing it the right way. Oh, absolutely not. And well, here's the thing <clears throat> to the, the names that you mentioned, at least their namesake was big enough to make uh, a star or at least establish a star is with the rock with you know uh austin his last match in, in uh 2003 i believe i believe it was 19 years ago yeah wrestlemania 19 was his last match was against the rock and he beat the rock rock was i mean he was basically 1b next to austin at the time so he was well established but he was just kind of like passing batons the rock is you know going into you know, infinitum to, uh, you know, as one of the greatest ever rock did that to Cena. Uh, but again, Cena was very well established when rock gave Cena the rub and taker gave Roman the rub, uh, you know, with, with, uh, WrestleMania. And the, I would even say those names, they were super, super over and they still spent the time in making a new star in a sense, or at least establishing a star. And here's the thing, Brock Lesnar, Matt, respect to Brock Lesnar. I mean, Brock Lesnar's doing his thing. He's one of the reasons why I would say a lot of people are still watching WWE in a sense because he has that special attraction feel to him. But I think at this point, you've been in the business for 20 years off and on. 
I think now is the time to really focus on establishing that new guy, that new star. And, and again, <clears throat> losing, you know, getting pinned at the Royal Rumble, getting pinned, you know, uh, by Roman Reigns last year. I, I don't see another pin by Brock Lesnar, you know, and I, again, I'm thinking in my head, man, like you really are going to have Brock Lesnar after all of this two plus years that you've built up and making Roman Reigns a megastar, the only person who has a larger in life feel, you're really going to have this universal championship streak end by giving that rub to someone like Brock Lesnar. I think Brock should be doing that to other people again. When Brock goes into, you know, back home, you know, because he'll have a season, he'll go back home. Where does this leave the current batch of full-time talent? Yeah, but you see, you see bro, Chris, what you're saying is when you use all the, the all these examples of Taker put Reigns over and Austin put Rock over, and when you use all these examples, bro, those people were already over. Like I, yeah, I yeah. Taker putting Reigns over did not get Roman Reigns any more over. He was already as over as he was, and 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 he was still the same over after he beat Taker. I, I'm there, there, bro. I don't even know how to describe it anymore because. I'm I'm just I'm so confused with this company. And 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 is this the new thing, bro? Are we now going to go to the well with legends and bring these legends into matches with current WWE talent where you know who's going over? They're not putting leader over Becky, but like Becky beating leader, leader who is a retired legend that gets Becky over more that she's beating somebody a lot older than her and no longer in her prime. What now they're going to bring Shane in and is Shane going to put somebody over and that's supposed to get that somebody over while Shane's push pushing 50 and was yeah. never a wrestler to begin with? Yeah. Bro, the, yeah. The, the, the bottom line is they made a decision not to get anybody over. They lived up to that decision, and now it's coming back to bite them in the backside. Yeah, and I, to your point with, uh, with Ronda Rousey, Ronda Rousey doesn't even, and again, Ronda Rousey, she, she's bringing people to the product. You know what I mean? I, I get it. I understand it. It's business. I don't have an issue with it. But again, you're paying her, like I said before in the bro show, you're paying her the same amount of money. Why don't you use her to get go to, to build a baby face star? She's walking down there. With zero charisma, she acts. I mean, she's just seeming like she doesn't even want to be there. She had like a post interview of saying, you know, the only thing I care about, you know, is is my daughter and stuff like that. And it's just like, <laughs> uh, wait a minute, what? But <laughs> you know what, Chris? Here? Chris, we we got we got to be honest here, bro. We got 
the WWE got a Ronda Rousey, Rousey who was beat her last two times out. And I'm not saying Ronda Rousey is a draw anymore to the casual audience because, bro, I don't believe she is. But what I'm saying is when you look at that entire female roster, she's the biggest star out of everybody you've gotten. But I'm talking about the casual fans. The woman lost her last two UFC fights. How over is she really with them? That yeah. th- that's how I'm looking. Now, if she would have came in undefeated, you know, you got a little different story. But all of a sudden, I I lose I lose two matches in a row. Now I'm going to go with this fake wrestling, bro. I don't know if there is an interest with the casual fans in Ronda Rousey anymore. But she is far and away bigger than any star that they have on that roster from the female side. Yeah, and I th- I think Vince, I think you have revisionist history a lot of times with supporters of Ronda Rousey. I think those two, you know, like Muhammad Ali lost, you know, matches toward the, the latter end of his career, but he's you know among the greatest of all time. I think I think with her resume being so impressive, um, I think people you would bring some people over, but I think again if you bring people over. You've got to use those that celebrity, so to speak, for the 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 purpose of building another star. Because right now you have Dewdrop, you have uh, Rhea, you know, and you have Bianca, which we'll get to Bianca in a minute. Uh, there's some rumors that it would be. Uh, it, it looks like it is going to be Bianca Belair versus uh, Becky Lynch, but it seems like. They're going to try to get the heat on Becky a little bit more with the Lita rub to set up for Bianca Belair. But the problem I see with that is that the people aren't booked so are booked so poorly now within all of the current WWE talent. You just beating a legend for legend's sake, that doesn't really do much to protect your character or really build up your character. Lita, look, Lita's my all-time favorite woman's wrestler. But I, I <laughs> during this segment, she came out, and we'll get to Rollins' super chat in, uh, right, right quick. Awesome sauce as well. Um, But when Lita came out, I'm like, man, I just... You can't, you you still got to bring a story, even if a legend's involved. And I think you can use a legend to your advantage, even in the storyline format. But just simply saying, hey, I'm Hall of Famer Lita. I deserve a title shot. Challenge, Elimination Chamber. There's no story behind that. And people still aren't going to get behind it just because Lita's a part of it. Bro, Chris, here's the thing, too. You got to keep this in mind with Ronda Rousey because, bro, she didn't draw the first time, Chris. This is not the first time. This is the second time. The first time the ratings did not go up, Chris. We were still on this decline with or without Ronda Rousey. Chris, he, he, here's the problem. I, I swear to God, Vince, Bruce, Payman, whoever you, whoever you want to hold responsible, Bro, they've forgotten how to do business. I'll tell you exactly how. 
I'll tell you, this is exactly what I mean, bro. These are the things they don't do anymore, and it kills talent. Bro, let's get to that last segment with Ronda Rousey. Okay? Here comes Becky Lynch. Now, Becky Lynch just defeated Dewdrop. Now, we would look at Dewdrop as being somebody very young, somebody with a lot of potential, somebody who has a future in the WWE, okay? In the old days, Chris, that wrestler Becky would come out and put Dewdrop over. Mm. She gave me one hell of a match. I'm never going to forget that name. We're going to meet another time down the road, and I might not be. You're going to put Dewdrop over. Even though you defeated her, you're going to put her over. And what was she? An afterthought. Not she wasn't even mentioned. (laughs) That's not the way you do it. That bro, I wrote a million of these promos, a million of these promos. And the first thing I have Becky saying is what what a war. I got I gotta tip my hat to do drop. You know, she she may be new to the business, but she gave me the nothing. She's an after not only is she an afterthought. She's not even on this show. Well, bro, when you do that with every single person on the roster, then nobody means anything, bro. No. Nobody That's means true. anything. That's true. Yeah, and he, like you said, she was an afterthought. You got to still protect your current talent. And a simple promo like that would have done the job to at least protect the job for a future something for a future, you know, possibility, but to make her an afterthought, how are you going to make her an afterthought a day, uh, two days after she was in the women's title match and then expect her to win some type of contenders match or something like that. You, that that's where the inconsistency is. And you've got to have that. You, you have to have that investment in a character to really, to really have them, you know, have that equity stored up for another day. Chris, they did it here also. They did it here also. We all saw how Seth Rollins lost the match. Yep. Seth comes out in this segment. We all saw how he lost the match. But Seth has not. That's SmackDown. I've moved on from that. I want to be in the eliminate. Bro, no. No, Austin would not have moved on from that. I could tell you that right now, but... The, the, the way he lost that match, he's already past it. No, no. Why are you past it, bro? Yeah, you yeah. got screwed. Why yeah. are you past it? He goes, and you oh, won. Bro. He won by DQ. He won yeah, the match. Oh, yeah, right. And, and he <laughs> talks about, bro, oh, there'll be other matches uh, with Roman. Oh, and you don't want it now? Now, exactly. <laughs> bro, that's what I'm talking about, bro. They're, they're trying they're trying to write this stuff to make sense for them, but it doesn't make any sense to, to the rest of us. Because, bro, here's what they're going to do, too. I'm telling you, man. Remember the situation with Heyman and, and, and Lesnar and Reigns where we forgot everything and then he just showed up with Brock? Yep. Okay, now he's back. If 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 Heyman does not explain that entire story to us, mm-hmm. 
Now where Stillwell, how did that happen? Why did he go out with Brock Lesnar on Raw and he forgot everything that happened with Reigns? Like, but but they won't explain because you know why? There is no explanation. Yeah. They don't have an answer to a lot of these things. Yeah, yeah. It's no continuity. Absolutely. Rollin is saying 999 Super Chat. Both Michael Jordan and Stout Cold Steve Austin retired in 2003. Both the NBA and the WWE has not, have not quite reached the same heights of popularity since losing their respective historic biggest stars. I think that's a fair point there. Although I think that, um, although I think that they can establish, you know, especially the WWE, you can establish, uh, you know, reputable stars even if it's not at the same level as stone cold steve austin i mean if you think about it other than a brock lesnar and brock lesnar was you know there still like toward the tail end of austin leaving but i mean we talked about this before post 2010 I mean, you said, I think you said 2002, and, I, and you know, you, you got the Orton's, Lesnar, Cena. 2000, 2000. Yeah, you go back yeah all 2000, yeah. Yep. And I would say, I would say Batista, Orton, Cena, um, and then Reigns now. But even Reigns, I've even had this in the conversation, even Reigns is starting to feel humanized, though. Like he's like his character starting to feel a little bit contrived when they had the reality factor with the Usos that felt he felt just better than very pompous, you know, like the like he felt like the head of the table. He felt like the tribal chief. Now it's just a slogan. Like, what? Why are you the tribal chief? You know, why are you the head? You're not doing anything that is showing me that you're the head of the table. And then you're starting to feel vulnerable and then your feelings are hurt because you're thinking about Seth Rollins turning on you. Why do I like what? The, how, how does this make sense? Seth Rollins turned on you, and you end up getting a better position than you were in the Shield. But you're not happy, and you're feeling, and you're vulnerable because Seth Rollins turned on you. It just again, it just doesn't make sense storyline wise. Well, bro, again, they, 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 there's no planning, and they don't want to spend the time. You know, I'm I'm, I'm gonna beat a dead horse again, but the hottest show on TV right now is is. Yellowstone and Cosner mm. is the father of the family, just like Reigns is the head of the family. And we see his entire family. We see the Cowboys. We, we see that, bro. You know, you know, you know, the, the, the history of the Samoans, you know, how many people are, we could be seeing that same exact thing, that same exact culture, what being at the head of the table really means, what the ritual, we could be seeing all that. Bro, you can't see all that when you're writing the show at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. That is the problem, bro. So here's what's happening. What you just said, now they're running it into the ground because you can only go to that horse so many times before people get tired of it. You can't keep doing it over and over and over again bro yeah yeah you say you say write uh storylines write this the story at two o'clock either but here's the thing even if you wrote it the previous weekend it would be you know tore up by Vince mcmahon at the end i, I don't know if you heard but there was like uh, there was rumors that there was um a 
ton of Royal Rumble changes and Brock Lesnar was like a last minute call and Riddle was even scheduled to win the Royal Rumble. And it's just a whole bunch of like, and the thing is when Brock, I watched the Rumble, the men's Rumble was just all, absolutely horrible. And no surprise. I mean, you know, Shane McMahon, I'm, I, I like Shane, you work with Shane, but Shane's not a surprise anymore. And so <clears throat> after all of that, you have Lesnar coming out as 30 and this Royal Rumble was totally for this, for the point of bringing Lesnar reigns back again. Why did you need a whole Royal Rumble to bring back Lesnar reigns and Lesnar returned at SummerSlam and just got a title shot just like that? I mean, just the next a few weeks later, why did you need a whole Royal Rumble? You're supposed to develop stars and build stars with yep. the Royal Rumble. Lesnar didn't need that, need that Royal Rumble win. Bro, they're playing it safe right now. They're, they're, yeah. they're going with the big draws. And, yeah. and I was I was tweeting out, and I was, I, I was kind of comparing it to a Super Bowl from a couple of years back when the Falcons had the big lead over the Patriots, mm. and they just played it safe in the second mm. half. Next well, thing you know, you lost the game. My point yeah. of that is, bro, you can keep playing it safe, it's going to catch up with you. And I think it has. Because okay. when you look at it, when you look at it, Chris, bro, what do we got after the Royal Rumble? We, we got the same players in the same positions. Nobody has gotten in a better spot. What, mm-hmm. what, do, what do you have after the Royal Rumble? Yeah, and there, were, there was talks of uh, Randy Orton even winning the WWE Championship and it leading to a match at WrestleMania with Riddle. What do you what do you think about that Riddle potentially winning the WWE Championship? Although Orton's not even in the Chamber match, so that's that's an interesting thing. They're bro, supposed to be again, breaking up uh, by by WrestleMania and going against each other. Bro, you got to understand, man. You got to understand the casual wrestling fans. You you got to understand them, bro. In their mind, because they were trained for decades and decades and decades and decades. A professional wrestler looks a certain way. That's yeah. the casual fan. I've said this a million times. Owens uh, uh, Riddle's got a great personality. He's over with the young crowd. There's no doubt about that. But to a casual fan, bro, you're seeing a guy like Riddle. You're saying, who is this skinny guy? I, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, bro, you got to understand – even when, like, Sean, you know, was was at the top of his game at the WWE, Sean was surrounded by Hunter and China and DX. So you weren't just going out there and beating Sean. He had a lot around him. If you're going to mm-hmm. build something like that, that's one thing. But a guy like Riddle as a singles just holding that world title – I don't think the casual fan buys that, bro. Yeah, I agree from a casual standpoint. I just, I don't think he, I mean, he, he ha, he's a merch seller. He's popular. Right. Right. But I think it's right. just, you know, for, for a, a pocket of fans, though, I don't think he, I don't think he transcends the business as someone who's like, yeah, he's, again, I call it the Letterman effect. You know, will you bring this guy, Matt Riddle, on the Devil Letterman show? doing his whole bro gimmick. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I, I don't see it. I don't see it working. I like Riddle, though. I like Riddle. But just as far as, like, star power, 
WWE champion of on Raw. Like I, I just I just don't see it. Uh, Richard, uh, I just want to give a shout out to Vince Russo and let you know that it, the true wrestling fans love you and miss your creative input. That that deserves a bouncy right there. Very nice. Very nice. Thank you. That's very nice you say that. Uh, very nice. Very nice. Uh, and that super chat that you just saw was um, uh, from Awesome Sauce, uh, two dollars. Uh, while Vince was talking, um, Rousey was big at WrestleMania thirty one, but that was seven years ago. Yes, it was. Yes, it was seven years ago. All right, let's uh, let's chop into this uh, this 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 show here. Adam Pearce announced a WWE Championship match at a Elimination Chamber. Uh, MVP and Bobby Lashley interrupt. Brock Lesnar comes out. He has a verbal exchange with Lashley. Adam Pearce announced Brock Lesnar in the WWE Championship match Elimination Chamber. Now, his angle was he wanted to make it champion versus champion. He said he wanted a rematch. Rematch denied by MVP and Lashley. So Brock Lesnar is going to be in the Elimination Chamber match. Do you do? Is it possible that we will see a champion versus champion match? It's not supposed to be, as far as I heard recently. But you're really like you, you took the belt off of Brock to either potentially do a champion versus champion match, which you could have saved. You could have kept the belt on Brock, or you have like Brock Lesnar has to get pinned. It's the elimination chamber match. Everybody get, has to be eliminated. So you have another Brock Lesnar pin going into WrestleMania yeah, because. because- the way they're looking at it, bro, is it's another it's another chance for Roman Reigns to screw Brock Lesnar. That's what that 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 that's all it is. He's gonna put it. He's he's gonna screw him again. We're gonna get more heat on Roman Reigns going into the match. That's it. Period. That that's that's what it's about. Again, just to have Brock Lesnar beat Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Yeah. What does the WWE really get from that, Vince? Let's see. So, uh, what, 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 um, what's that? What's, what's, what's next? SummerSlam? Uh, as far as a big pay per view, yeah, yeah, SummerSlam. Yeah. That, that's what they get out of it. Bro, you got to understand, there's only so many people on top. <laughs> Bro, they've got to milk this for as long yeah. as they can milk it. Let Brock go over range because all they have is to bring it back again. <laughs> Bro, they they've literally got they've literally have maybe five or six people to work with. And they're going to have to keep stretching this out and stretching it out. Now, I I was reading today, bro. Now, Kurt Angle mentioned something about coming back. So now, mm-hmm. is that going to be good? Now, now, okay, now we're going to put Kurt Angle in the leader role where Kurt Angle is going to challenge Bobby Lashley. We know Lashley's going to go over because he's on the active roster. Yeah. That's what they're doing, bro. This, bro, what this is is quote me on this. This is a great quote here, Chris. Here, use it. Uh, 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 Raju, use this, bro. Bro, here's what's happening here. They're playing a chess game and they're running out of pieces. Very That's nice. exact. So we've got this. We've got we got to keep stretching and stretching. That's exactly what they're doing, bro. And and the, the, to, to me, I'm laughing because the comical thing is 
you got yourself in this spot, yeah, bro. Absolutely. The, the, the fans didn't get yeah. you in this spot, bro. 100%. 100%. The fans did not. I, I, I agree with that 100%. And, bro, and this, I, I got to ask you a question, too, with this opening segment, bro. Why do you want to piss off the, the people in the building in the first segment? Why do you want to tease them in the very first segment with a Lashley Brock Lesnar match and then not give it to yeah, Why sure. would you? We would never yeah. do that back <laughs> in the day. Why would you do that, bro? Yep. Yep. We talked about that before, just teasing matches. and Right. Yes. It's me and you. Next week on right. the Raw, you know, this, oh, <laughs> yeah, and you know this would be the sixth pay per view match between Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar singles. I mean, I believe it's the eighth match period pay per view uh, with uh, two matches were multi person, and this would be the sixth pay per view match and the third WrestleMania between the two, three WrestleManias. Now. I'm not opposed to three WrestleManias when it is a like a legitimate rivalry that um, has a great story to it, right? Uh, the other three WrestleManias we saw before was uh, Ho- uh, Austin Rock. Austin Rock was 15, 17, and 19. Uh, uh, Rock was, um, you know corporate you know he was you know he was the people's champ in 17 it was babyface versus babyface at 17 uh it, the roles were reversed uh rock was uh, the heel again uh austin turned heel at 17 rock comes in as his other rock gimmicks hollywood gimmick and beats austin at 19 so that that trilogy was really good because Austin Rock is one of the greatest rivalries in WWE history. The other th- three WrestleManias was Taker and uh, Triple H. Uh, Twenty, oh, they were at seventeen, and then they were at twenty-seven and twenty-eight. And it was a two-year. It was like a year buildup. So you did the twenty-seven. Taker cuts his hair, comes back. And then they do the Hell in the Cell match at 28 with Shawn Michaels, which is actually a very, a very good match. Good story to it, by the way. And they had their trilogy of WrestleMania matches, but it made sense back to back. Now, with Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns, there wasn't a continuous storyline going into these WrestleMania uh, segments. There was uh, 30... The one that that uh, Seth Rollins uh, won, I believe that was thirty one, um, in California, if I believe, and so it was just Roman Reigns is the up and comer, Brock Lesnar's you know the beast dominant, and then they go against each other in New Orleans thirty four. I was actually there, and again it wasn't a lot of story into it. It was just Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar again. And now this year had more of the story with, with Heyman in there. But at the same time, again, by you having Lesnar win the culmination of this, it really pits WWE. It really pigeonholes WWE as far as developing new talent. I, 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 there's no point of this to me at WrestleMania. I don't, I don't, I don't see Oh Yeah, I'm, I'm, bro, I'm, 
I'm I'm with you. Like there there's so many things. Like yeah, you know. And again, bro, it's just there, there's no planning. It's bro, we 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 had the we had the Austin Theory Vince McMahon thing for weeks and weeks and weeks. Yeah. Okay. Then we have Shane McMahon, Vince's real son, in the Royal Rumble match with no connection whatsoever to Austin Austin Theory. Then I'm hearing Shane's coming back to do an angle up until WrestleMania. Then we go to this show, and unless I missed it, was there a Vince Theory thing? No. Okay. Wait a minute, bro. Put the pieces together. Yes. Let Shane dump Theory. Now yes. you've got the Vince in the middle. Now but you can't even piece this stuff together. It, it just it makes no sense to anybody, bro. I wonder if they I wonder if they scrapped it or delayed it because you know Theory's clearly the heel, but Shane's reaction wasn't all of that like it was like you know he got a pop coming in but when he eliminated kevin owens it kind of backlashed on him and then after a while like it just he, he didn't get a he didn't get a continuous reaction bro so i'm wondering it, like it, if they're put the pause on it bro if we were gonna if we were going to uh uh build this show on reaction there would be no show <laughs> <laughs> let, 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 let's be honest bro we would have no show if we're gonna base it on how 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 the fans are actually yes, reacting. Indeed. So. yes indeed uh we get uh rhea ripley defeat defeating nikki ash uh this was the payoff vince i mean all, all after all this all these months of build up you get a whole turn you get a Royal rumble spot and the payoff was just a, just an episode of Raw. That's it. And Nikki, Nikki Ash, we can't forget three months ago was in a couple of main events. And and yeah. now, now she literally is in a position to be on the cutting room floor and nobody would yep. miss her, bro. Very true, unfortunately. Yep. Uh scooter, we get a scooter race backstage segments of them setting setting it up. And then we get the Alexa Bliss uh, therapy segment. We get to uh, we get that a few times throughout the uh, the course of the Raw program. Uh, did you want to comment on the therapy segment here or, or the other times that we saw? Let's wait till we get to the punchline. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the punch. Yeah, no. uh, the Miz defeating Dominic Mysterio. Um, when I saw this match, I looked at it and I said. I mean, again, Vince, who who's over here? You're 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 trying to clearly Dominic is on the verge of kind of being an enhancement talent at this point, and then Miz lost a a match at uh, against Edge singles, and then he lost a match at uh, so that was day one. A few weeks later, loses a tag match so he loses to edge twice in one month and then he beats dominic mysterio who hasn't had an impressive win-loss record so so what he beat dominic mysterio i I was just getting the men's over chris this is another wrestling 101 
Chris, we, we all know that in wrestling, when the heel finally loses to the baby face, we got to segue the heel into the next program. And what's right. the first thing the heel does when they lose the blow off match to the baby face? What's the first thing they do before they move on? They cut the promo. How they were cheated, how they were screwed, how the referee was in on the take. We've seen it a million times, bro. They've got every excuse in the book, and then they move on Mm -hmm. to the – not here. Not here. I mean, so I'm just assuming – Edge and his wife were the better husband and wife. Right, exactly. Miz and Maurice, because Miz, you know, bro, remember when, remember the excuses, bro? Like, remember when one one of Heenan's guys would lose? Oh, my God, bro. You, you had the president of the United States in on it. Like, remember, but we, we don't do that anymore. So Miz just loses, and now we just move on. And to your point, Vince, that's what protects the heels to get the right. heat to put the baby face over again. I mean, that's, yes. that's essentially yes. what you do. But, yeah. but basically, okay, I lost, and it doesn't really matter. Yeah. <laughs> that's all. Maurice doesn't even come out. You know, she's so embarrassed, she didn't even come out today. I just What a way to build a heel up. Uh, we get a 24-7 segment backstage and another Scooter race segment. Um, Tamina, <laughs> Dana Brooke, Walks down. Somehow she's walking backstage, you know, and and Tamina knows where she is, I guess. And then at the end of the segment, just a few seconds later, she doesn't know where she is anymore. So this 24 segment, women's segment, like you're not even defending it. There's no concept to it anymore. I I swear (laughs) to God, my whole thing, Chris, is we see them cutting budget cuts, budding budget cuts, budget cuts, budget cuts, but this is worthy of being on the roster. Right. Like, like I'm not nothing again. I don't want anybody to lose their right. job, but yeah, this, this is worthy of them being on the roster, what they're doing. I, you know, listen, I, I don't mind Dana Brooke being, you know, on the roster Booker, right. Tamina. I think Tamina is one of the most <clears throat> underrated, underutilized, uh, mishandled talents i would even go bold enough to say in the history of wwe i mean just just legacy just tied in she Uh, looks like she could be in the roster my (laughs) whole my whole thing with her would be which would be so good and would be so intriguing was the controversy that surrounded her dad uh, that was never really answered because unfortunately he passed away and her claiming to be blackballed from the business. Bro, there's so much meat on the bone, but no, we're just going to run around backstage. Yeah. What a way to use someone who's a daughter of a WWE Hall of Famer, ladies and gentlemen. Um, next we have uh, the KO show with Seth Rollins. I mean, <laughs> there's so many things about it. Let, let me, let me pick this apart for you. Yeah. Okay. First I of this, all, I think this was, I think this deserves Joey, Joey. So you could, uh, pick apart. Well, you want, you want me to hit you with a Joey here? Yeah. 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 yeah let's do it. Man. Okay. <laughs> here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, he's going to pick this apart 
And so that deserves the time. Time out. Time out. Time out. Joey. Time out. Joey. Okay. Did you first notice, Chris? Kevin Owens did not have on the Fred Flintstone tie. Did you notice that? I, I did notice. Yes, I did. Okay. Yes. All right. Because he got he got called Fred Flintstone and probably didn't like it. So, okay. Thank God. <laughs> yes, we yes, lost yes, the yes. tie. <laughs> okay, bro. Help me. Help me. Help me. We are. Seth is putting over Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. So, Seth is a baby face now. <laughs> what, what, what what is what, that the character Seth is playing is not a baby face, but he's putting over Cincinnati like a baby face would put it over. So we got that. Then we've got we we've got Owens using the line, you are the universal champion of my heart. Mm-hmm. Then we've got Seth saying that's where he said I can go back to Roman Reigns at any time. That's that SmackDown bit. Like, yeah, are you yeah, freaking yeah. kidding me, bro? Yeah. Are Smackdown, you kidding me? It's SmackDown, which has roasted Raw in the ratings since it's been on Fox. By the way, so like SmackDown's not set second fiddle, ladies and gentlemen. SmackDown right. is the A show right now. It has yeah. been since it's been on. This is where, again, I wrote down right here, and this is like the third time now, the third instance, you are not protecting Seth here because mm-hmm. Seth, Seth, that character would want to, if he were a competitor, he would want to get right back into the game with Roman Reigns. And you know what, bro? You'd have to figure that out in order to protect Seth Rollins, but yep. bro, they don't figure it out because they can't figure it out. They want to move on, and it's 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 another it's another strike against Seth Rollins. That's yeah. what they do. That's how they kill their characters, bro. Yeah. It's another chink in his armor because he does not want Roman Reigns again with a legitimate beef. <laughs> That yeah. that's how we mount to these guys meaning nothing, bro. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, you put it put this in layman's terms. You had someone two days ago who beat the brakes off of you with a multiple chair shots to even you know bending the chair up, and you're like, Yeah, that's smackdown business. I'll get to that later. You know, just Right, exactly. How does that bro. protect his character if he's like, I just got beat up by by Roman Reigns with multiple chair shots and guillotined? He choked me out, beat me up with multiple chair shots, and I'm like, I'd rather I'd rather be in this uh, elimination chamber match to see if I become champion. But see what you just said there, Doctor Chris. The way you laid that out, bro. That's the conversation he needs to have with Vince. Absolutely. What what you just said, because, bro, with with all due respect to 76 year old Vince. Did he forget? Is it an afterthought? But that's where you have to protect your brand and say, Vince, two days ago, yeah. this happened. Yeah. Where would my head be at? Yeah. That's bro. That, that, that like I said, Chris, that's how wrestling writes itself. If you're true to characters, this writes itself. Mm -hmm. You can't just forget this, 
and move on. That's how everybody gets hurt. Agreed. Absolutely. We get uh, Theory defeating Kevin Owens. And to your point, Vince, Owens and Rollins have solidified themselves as heels. Rollins and Owens are in cahoots. Owens still trashes towns and makes sure that he gets the heel heat. Seth was trashing towns, but it's still the gimmick that is very arrogant. But for some reason, Owens is fighting the up-and-coming heel. Who is... Who is what here? The dialogue here was was awful, awful. And, bro, here's the difference, too, bro. This... This tells me so freaking much. This is this is where this is not the same company. Bro, they're in Cincinnati. The Bengals win yesterday. They're going to the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Yes. Bro, if this is 1999, we got Burroughs on this show. Yes, exactly. You've got them there. Rings. No nothing that's the difference bro Great that's point, how bro. we did it back then are Great you kidding that th- th- those people would bro you involved burrows in an angle or something like those people there wouldn't have got unglued it wouldn't have made espn it wouldn't have been on in every single sports reel exactly. for the entire week that's what i'm talking about bro what happened to this company bro what Great. happened Vince, you uh, hit it right on the head. And as an Ohioan myself, ladies and gentlemen, who is a Titans fan, but as I posted yesterday, I said, wow, the Bengals are in the Super Bowl, and I am at it at one bit because you know how much of an Ohio mark I am, born and raised in Columbus. In, Col- in Columbus, Cincinnati's a, a buck 45, two hours away from me, you know, and – we don't have an Ohio, you know, uh, Columbus doesn't have an Ohio pro team. So there's default Bengals or default Browns fans. And so Columbus people are like, hey, sure. Okay, who they? You know what I mean? Like, well, that's that's what we're going to do. And if you have Joe Burrow, who played football in Ohio State <laughs> before getting transferred to LSU, he's an Ohio State quarterback, ladies and gentlemen. And in his Heisman speech, he gave kudos to Ohio State and Urban Meyer. You have all of that money and meat and media on the table. And instead, you can't give anybody a call from the Bengals. You can't like you can't you can't give the 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 field goal kicker, you know, <laughs> you know, you right, can't exactly. give McPherson, exactly, you know. <laughs> You can't give him a call. He won the game against the Titans and the Chiefs. And so you couldn't give Burrow a call. You couldn't give McPherson a call. What is going on here? That's what I'm talking about, bro. This is not, this is not the same company, bro. It it is not. At least, at least you could have done a a pre-segment like early in the day, some type of filming. You're in Cincinnati, you know, and it just makes no sense. 
Yep. Uh, we got uh, Greg with the 499 Super Chat. They could have filled the scooter race at the football stadium with Riddle wearing a Bengals jersey and Gabe or Rams jersey. There you go. Yeah, I think absolutely. Yeah. You're yeah, absolutely yeah. right, Greg. You're yeah, absolutely good call. right. Good call there, Greg. Hey, Greg, Greg I just got to tell you, bro. I'm, I'm guys. I'm I'm just <laughs> telling you when when you're showing up at the building 12 o'clock for a production meeting and you don't know what you're doing, Chris. It is chaos. Yeah. It is utter chaos bro you yeah. got a live show time is counting down it's chaos bro yeah indeed uh then you know what wasn't chaos though what's that <laughs> what wasn't chaos ladies and gentlemen look it's it's time to get super pumped because it's coming it, it's, it's coming it's coming <laughs> Wow, for that, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that wasn't chaos, ladies and gentlemen. It was one step closer, ladies and gentlemen. This has to be some kind of a storyline rib gimmick. It's got to be something. There's got, there's got to be something to this, bro. I'm wondering, Vince, if like, and <laughs> go with me here, Vince. I'm wondering if they're doing this subtle Reigns and or Owens babyface turn all of a sudden again for one of them to start a feud with a debuting Veer Mahan. Veer versus Seth Rollins at WrestleMania events? That's not money? <laughs> That's not money? Oh god, bro! Are those guys? Uh, are those guys? I don't watch SmackDown, bro. Because no, if anybody out there wants to pay me to uh, watch SmackDown, I'm available. Um, bro, nice. are those guys Slapjack and Blackhammer and Axe Handle? Are, are they on? Are they on SmackDown or are they forgotten? Uh, Axe Jack Blackhammer Black is not there, but Heavy Metal Van Hammer is uh, on Van Hammer is he's back. But are those guys <laughs> yeah. back? Are those retribution uh, guys? Are they I over think, there? Where are no, they? T Bar has been doing some main event stuff. I think actually Veer won against T Bar at all main okay. event, if I'm not mistaken. And what about the other guy? Uh, so you have uh, so one of them's fired, Shane Thorne's fired. Was that the guy with the long dreads? Was, no, Dio, man, he's still there. I don't know where the heck he is. Um, I know that Slapjack, Shane Thorne, he was released, so he's not there anymore. And so you have uh, Donovan Dijak. He's still there. But the guy with yeah. the long dreads, he's nowhere to be found. Mace, no. Mace, no, and, he's got a, and he's got a heck of a look, too. He does. He does, absolutely. So and he's uh I've seen him live. I mean he's a you know Booker T guy. Um <clears throat> you know trained trained uh through through Texas, I believe, uh through his school. So he's got, you know, he he's he was on NXT, he was announcing for a second, he did a face to face with Lesnar, you know what I mean? So they were he looks he looks good, you know, he's got potential. And so, yeah, I don't, I don't know why they're not using him. They're, they've pigeonholed retribution, really pigeonholed all of them, really. And, yeah. And, oh, yeah, bro. And, that, and Mustafa that, Ali that never recovered. Yeah, that hurt a lot of people. It hurt a yeah. lot of people, bro. Yep, sure did. Um, 
Next, we have uh, another the the scooter race. The end of the segment, the culmination of that. Uh, Riddle wins after Otis helps him, and then Riddle versus Otis turns into a uh, match to determine the spot for the elimination chamber. And um, and Riddle wins. Expected. Um, don't know exactly. You know if the rumors are true. Riddle winning the Royal Rumble. Orton winning it at uh there was some some discussion that riddle was going to win the royal rumble orton was going to be in the elimination chamber match and win the title and then that potentially set up the title match or even if it was non-title there it could have been orton versus riddle but orton and riddle as rk bro is supposed to come back next week uh to do the academy thing so i'm wondering uh, I see it'll be two weeks later for Saudi. I'm trying to figure out and let me know what you think. When do you see the breakup? Because it definitely seems like it's inevitable that we'll see Hill Randy versus Babyface Riddle at WrestleMania. Two things. One, when, when do you see the breakup? And two, does this have enough kind of steam behind it after all of these months to really care for us to really care about this. When when you say us, are you talking about adults or children? Uh I would say the overall fans in general, not to just the pocket. No, kids, no, the the, the, the the kids, bro, for, first of all, let, 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 let's just back up a little bit here. Because again, you talk about killing a talent. <sighs> We have the race. Otis takes out Riddle. Yeah. So now Gable comes around the ring and literally does a victory lap around Riddle. Bro, he's three inches from Riddle. Yeah, he's just kind of. He, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bro, he's three. So, again, here, here's what I'm getting back to, Chris. You got to lay that out differently. You can't have him that close to Riddle without Riddle taking him down. Yeah, that's what I mean, bro. That's you know that that is that that is producing. That is production, bro. He's within three inches of him, and he does one complete lap around him. So we yeah. go through all that, but yeah, bro. You know, again, bro. You you've got a problem because. Randy Orton has been around for so long, whether he's a heel or a babyface, people like Orton. Mm -hmm. They've built up Riddle to the kids, so the kids love Riddle. So in other words, bro, you are really going to have to tell some kind of a lengthy story if you really, really, really want to get heat on Randy Orton and this kid. I don't know if you're going to do that uh, from February to March, bro. I agree. I I, I don't see it either, unfortunately. Uh, Richard's $5 Super Chat. WWE has become what they used to hate. WWE today is WCW 1999. How long before WWE has a Jamie Kellner pull the plug? Uh, There you go. Uh, Next, we have... uh, Bianca Belair versus Carmella. Just one other thing, bro. Going back to the race, you know, this thing. Bro, they they, they made, like, Byron Saxton was looking like and sounding like 
just such a moron. They're, they're trying to cover this thing like it's serious, bro. And, and, uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah man, it's, a, it's a head scratcher, Vince. Uh, like I said, Bianca Villar, Villar versus Carmella. Um, big Bianca Belair fan, but who's over here? Again, who's over here? Uh, Carmella has been very lackluster. Uh, her booking has been incredibly lackluster over the past couple of months. Bianca Belair, you know, she gets shrouded by Ronda Rousey, and she had – Becky Lynch beat her up, you know, uh, uh, an attacker a few weeks back. We like that, that just out, out the door. Like no one forgot the fact that Becky Lynch in a triple threat match between Liv Morgan, Bianca Belair and Dewdrop. Becky Lynch legitimately attacked Bianca Belair and she was the only one she attacked the next week. She said something about it. And then after that, it was nowhere to be found. This story, and that is another character you're not protecting. Exactly. Because I guess Bianca Belair is not that much of a bad, you know what? Uh, if she's gonna let Becky attack her and just not do anything about exactly. it, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh, just again, protect your characters, man. Alexa Bliss uh, has a therapy session, and um, you know. We get the the fake Lily, the replica doll. The therapist says, "No, uh, it's not going to. You know, it's not the real deal, um, so it shouldn't, you know, affect you." But here's Lily, and so she knows that it's a replica. She still takes Lily as being a real deal. She cries, and so I really hope that this. I really hope this payoff is like, you know. Larger than life. Out Go ahead, of Chris. Chris, tell me about that larger than life payoff. Go ahead. I, I'm listening, Chris. Tell tell me about the larger than life payoff. Go ahead. Let me hear. I got you. I got you. So, the larger than life payoff is Alexa Bliss comes back, none other, with Lily, as the manager of Veer Mahan. <laughs> Bro, I'll tell you what I was impressed by here, even though this is just complete nonsense and it was a shameless WWE shop zone plug. I was very yeah. impressed with Alexa of Bliss making herself cry. That was very yeah. impressive. Yeah, she was good. She's, I mean, she's good. Alexa she's Bliss good. Is she yeah. is good, bro. They just, she's good. <clears throat> yeah, they just put her in a whole bunch of different gimmicks. So, yeah. Um, we get the Alpha County backstage interview. Leading up to the uh, the uh, um, match for next week or the the segment for next week, AJ Styles defeating Rey Mysterio. Um, I mean, all in all, I enjoyed this match. This is a good match. Uh, just you know, on paper, um, Chris. AJ here's Styles the thing. The, here's the yeah, Here's the thing that's really weird to me, man. It's AJ against Ray, two pros. You know, mm -hmm. great dudes. You know, sure okay, Hall of Famers. Great. Yep. Yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. You, you, nobody, nobody could say a bad word about either one of these guys. Yeah, yeah. Here's what I just found fascinating. On AJ's entrance, they must have showed about three shots of kids in the crowd doing the whatever AJ's hand yeah, giving yeah. kids, whatever the hell it is. Yeah. They kept going to kids in the crowd. Yeah. So for, for the heck of it, 
I looked at the clock on my computer. Bro, it's 1030. Yeah. It's 1030, Chris. Yeah. And we're going to shots in the crowd of six, seven, and eight-year-old kids. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's an interesting observation there because most of the kids who are watching wrestling for the first two hours are getting ready for school. They're, they're in bed, ladies and gentlemen. So, uh, and again, 1030 at night is not a, uh, a time conducive to catering to children at that point. So I agreed with you there. So um, Ronda Rousey cuts an in-ring promo and she comes in just she comes in the the ring just as if she gives no craps about WWE she doesn't give no craps about the fan interaction she's just like she when she first came in you could tell that she was marking out for like a few years ago you could tell she was marking out and it seems like she was legitimately bothered by the fan reaction the last time toward the end. And I know that she had the the post thing, you know, just bashing WWE. Even Paige even talked about it. He, you know, we if we got Paige to shoot about yeah. something, oh my God. You know that it's something serious. There. Yes. So. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He he got upset when I uh, when I got on a fan. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so Paige even shoot uh, was shooting about this. And so you have Ronda Rousey that you're using her for her namesake. And you could just tell that, like, she just seems so disconnected from the fans and just the product, period. She comes out, just walks, cuts a beeline to the ring, grabs a mic, her promo even seemed like she was, it was just lifeless fence and Becky came in trying to save it, but it was just a lifeless segment from Chris. I, I got to tell you something. Um, and I, listen, I'm going to, I'm going to be all over Becky, uh, Rebecca here in a second. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm going to tell you this. It was very refreshing. I caught like the first five minutes uh, after the rumble of Becky Lynch was on Austin. And it was very refreshing to hear Becky Lynch say, it's not all about wrestling anymore. Wrestling isn't as important to me as it once was. She's talking about her kid. And yeah. I'm listening to this and I'm like, bro, I love hearing this, but Vince is listening to this. Trust mm -hmm. me. And this ain't going to bode well for you down the road. But Chris, I got to tell you, man, there isn't a woman I didn't work with in wrestling where when they had a child, everything changed for them, bro. Mm -hmm. we, we, the, the minute they became mothers, wrestling was now a distant second. Yeah. And I think that's where Rhonda is. That's why, bro, they may use her to put somebody over at WrestleMania because, bro, I, I think this is where she's at. She just had a, her first child. In her mind, bro, there is probably an end date, a dollar amount, and I just need to get through this. Because mm -hmm. I'm telling you, bro, every woman I worked with that had a child, 
wrestling was not the priority after that, bro. I can see that. I can see that. But to your point with Becky, she at least, I'm not a big Becky fan, but at least she's trying to make her character work in some way. At least at least there's still a, a, an attempted connection with the crowd to come out and just act like you just don't care though. I mean like that's that's the problem that I have and that's I'm like if you don't care and if if you want to cut lifeless promos like that like you're hurting the business more than helping at this point and I just I just don't see it with with Ronda Rousey. I think, and, and and you make sense. What you're saying makes sense as far, and you have experience, so you so you know that. But at the same time, it's just like you, you, the WWE didn't it's, need it's, you. It, you still got to be a professional. You, bingo. You, yeah. you at the end of the day, Vince. Yeah. Yes. You still have to yeah. be a professional if you chose. Yeah, you chose to do this. Like this wasn't forced upon you. Yeah. You didn't need yeah. this. Yes. Ronda Rousey yeah. doesn't need yeah. WWE yeah. at all. Yeah, Chris, <laughs> if if I didn't want to be there, I wouldn't be there. I right. all, all the money in the world would not get me there. Hundred percent. If I didn't want to be there, yeah, bro. I I I don't know what Beck what what Becky is doing with. Her, her clothing. I, 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 I don't know what. I don't. I don't know what. I don't. Her and Seth was from the same closet today. They had matching clothes. I, I don't. I don't understand. How are you ever going to be a heel dressing like this? I don't <laughs> understand it. I don't. You, she's wearing the puffy shirt from Seinfeld, bro. And yeah. and you, I, I, I don't understand it, bro. I, I just don't get it yeah yeah you know i i'm not a i used to be a huge becky fan i'm not so much anymore because she just feels so contrived but I, i'm gonna i'm gonna put becky over uh on this segment because <laughs> becky injected some type of life to this segment this is the last segment of the night before lita <clears throat> you have this whole big old you know, uh, clips, Ronda Rousey, first time in overthrow. Like, they hyped her up. Like, they, the first time in nearly three years, Ronda Rousey coming up. Ronda Rousey's coming up. First time in nearly three years. And they do that for her to cut a beeline and just grab a mic. She's just kind of, you know, just kind of like, <clears throat> like half-butted, you know, just hold the mic, just really blase, hold the mic and she's just like okay what's my line okay yeah rebecca rebecca okay yeah mm, let's see whose title i'm gonna what you know like that whole big old hype for hmm let's see who um, title i'm gonna get at wrestlemania hmm charlotte rebecca and the fans were just sitting there like waiting like okay yeah all the build up all the here comes the music and i we get this? Like, how is this building up for WrestleMania? How in the world am I excited? And Vince, I wonder, at the end of the day, does Vince get super upset about this? But here's the problem, Vince. Ronda Rousey's an asset more than she's a liability. And, and, and Vince, Vince wouldn't want to ream her because she 
totally be like, see ya. I'm I'm out of here. I don't Bro, need this. Very, very rarely is Vince in a position when he needs the talent more than they need him. Yeah. And that's the position he's in with Ronda Rousey. I mean, True. you you know, you're gonna you're gonna say something, you're gonna piss her off, and she'll be just like, okay, I'll just go back home and be mom again. I mean, yeah. he he he's not in that position where he can dictate to her because you know, like I said, bro, now he needs her. Yeah, absolutely. Then we close it up with Lita coming out, and I knew there was going to be somebody who came out. I thought it may have been Bianca, and I was like, ah, that would be odd to have Ronda Rousey here and then then Bianca. I was like, okay, there's about like two minutes left in the show. We're going to get somebody who comes out because it was just ripe for the picking for somebody. And then Lita comes out, and I'm like, okay, again, Lita's my all-time favorite favorite women's wrestler. So just for nostalgia, it's good to see her. And I was like, "Ah, of course she's coming out for an Elimination Chamber match. She does the match. And I'm just like, it is clear as day that Becky Lynch is going to beat Lita. How is this ultimately going to give Becky Lynch a rub if, one, we hardly ever see Lita, and then, two, like there's nothing about this that is really going to give Becky a rub. Just simply beating Lita doesn't give her a rub. You know, Chris, I, I got to be honest with you, man. This this formula may work better for them than the previous formula. Because, bro, you've got a line of men and women lined up that can come in and play this role. You got mm-hmm. you got Mickey James next. You got yeah. uh, uh, the, the the Bella Twins. I mean, yeah. you you Trish, got a, Trish did it for for yeah. Charlotte at SummerSlam. Yeah. yeah, you you've got a you've got a bunch of people like this. Bro, these people are more over than their current talent just because they've been around longer. Like, uh, let, let's be honest, bro. The Bella Twins weren't over, but they were around for a long time. So mm-hmm. if you could have N- N- Nikki Bella is more over than a dewdrop. You know, sure. I mean, Nikki Bella is probably more over than a lot, not 90% of the roster yeah. because she's been there longer. So, yeah. bro, they can keep going down this road. And is it Mickey James next? And is it Nikki Bella next? And I mean, they can keep going down that road because, like I said, bro, Becky isn't even putting Dewdrop over for the fight that she gave her. And she took me to my limit and I wasn't yeah. prepared and yeah. doesn't even mention, not even an afterthought, bro. Agreed. Yeah. Bro, when you, when you, th- when you think about that, bro, when you think about, you know, Dewdrop losing, no mention of her, she's not on this show. What did she gain from that match? Nothing. <laughs> she felt filler she, she felt filler and, and that's and that's exactly what she was she was filler now don't get me wrong i don't mind a nostalgia legend being brought back if there's a good story behind it but simply announcing a match for match sake that doesn't do anything for me because again you haven't built me enough to have a buy-in from a storyline perspective just announcing that for the sake of announcing doesn't make sense now if there would be a little bit more meat on the bone 
like for instance, we saw the Bella Twins defeat, uh, eliminate Liv Morgan and, and Sarah Logan, right? Sarah Logan came back. She was recently released. Two out of, of the Riot Squad. They had a big old hug in the back after, you know, post-show, post emotional thing. I wouldn't even mind, for the sake of a WrestleMania match, do a tag match. Do a, do a tag match between uh, the Bella Twins against uh, uh, Sarah Logan and, and Liv Morgan. I think that would give Liv Morgan a rub because the Bellas are Hall of Famers and they have enough heelness in them to make people hate them. And then you've been starting, stopping Liv Morgan for so long. I think that's a good way to do it. And then what you do is you can have, you know, if you do a one-off with her and Sarah Logan, or you can continue that momentum and have uh, them beat uh, Vega and Carmella because, you know, it's been like eight years since the the, uh, the women's tag match has been some, the, uh, defended. So I think that there's some, there's there can be some equity with legends coming back for 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 WrestleMania, but I think at the same time, again, don't just announce a match that doesn't do yeah. anything for me. Chris, you just want to be able to say, and the fans at home just want to be able to say, here's all you want to be able to say. Wait a minute, are they going to put Lita over Becky? You just want right. to be able to ask that. Give me like, right. th- th- you know, th- that that's all you want. But it was yeah. like, it was like the, uh, the edge and the uh, Beth Phoenix thing. No, yeah, yeah, bro. Exactly. They're, they're, exactly. you know, it, you know, you, you want to be able to say, wait a minute, they're, they're not going to do this. Are they? Yep. But like yep. you said, Good bro, point. when there's no chance in heck that they're going to do it. Nobody it's, it's not a rub. <laughs> it's not a rub. Our last last uh, super chat before we head on out of here, Rollin. Once again, thank you so much for your contributions, Rollin. Uh, you're becoming one of our favorite uh, <laughs> one of our favorite uh, uh, people in the focus group here. Nine 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 super chat. Seth went to SmackDown for one off of the Rumble versus Roman. Why not bring Sasha to Raw for one off of the Elimination Chamber versus Becky Lynch rather than brother Lita? Uh, bother Lita. Uh, does Lita need money? <laughs> you know, good point. Uh, I don't mind. I wouldn't mind that as far as a one-off is concerned. But uh, again, I think they should just ultimately just work on building characters. And uh, you know, Jericho recently said that he worked for WWE for 20 years. He loved working here, but he worked. He loved working there while he was there. But WWE uh, has uh, is very flawed at building new characters, and I think we see it to this very day. Yeah. Vince Russo, let them know where to find you, channel attitude, the brand, and all things. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll zoom in on uh, the Patreon, bro, because tomorrow in Vince versus Vince, I get deeper into the uh, email exchange between me and Vince, which I think is going to shed a lot of light on where his head is at, where the WWE is at. And with Patreon, bro, you want to sign up on the first of the month because they charge you the first of every month. That's how you'll get the entire month. So tomorrow, bro, which is the 1st of February, go to patreon.com forward slash Russo TWC. Nice. Patreon.com forward slash Russo TWC. Yes, that's it. Got it. 
Very nice. Yes. And on the East Coast, it is after midnight. So it's actually technically February 1st on the East Coast. There you go. Uh, you, are, you are Pacific, right? Or Mountain? Mountain. You're Mountain, right? <clears throat> yeah, you're Mountain Times. So you're two hours behind me. So it's still still the, the 31st uh, in, in Vince's land. But over here in Ohio, ladies and gentlemen, home of the Cincinnati Bengals, brother. It is past midnight. It is February 1st. So if you're on the East Coast, go ahead and sign up right now as we speak because it is February 1st. As soon as we get off, Russo, Russo'sBrand.com forward slash yes. Patreon.com forward slash Russo TWC. Yes. Patreon.com <laughs> forward slash Russo TWC. Yes. Ladies yes. And if you sign up for Patreon, you may, I can't promise you anything. You may get a special PayPal letter from Veer Mahan. I'm just saying, I'm yep. just saying, I can't, I can't promise you anything. Okay. I can't promise you anything. But you yes. yes. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this guy right here is Vince Russo. I am Dr. Chris Featherstone, brother. This is the Lisa of Raw. Everybody have a good night. So long.